This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there, way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hello and welcome to episode 88 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Tuesday, everyone. I don't know about you, but I'm going through withdrawals. Football is over. Uh, I missed the amazing weekend that we had at the Borgata. Thank you to all in Atlantic City who made it happen. Uh, but yeah, guys, I'm back in Boston, and uh, and we're getting ready to grind here. Back to normal, back to schedule, and uh, we got a lot to talk about today. We have four NBA games we have 21 college basketball games. We have 13 NHL games. I think we have a ton of value across the board. We're going to talk about, and I, I let in the news. I let off in the newsletter with this um, this morning. Make sure if you haven't signed up yet, vison.com/newsletter. Get that free newsletter sent to your inbox every single morning, giving you an update on what's going on across the market and early sharp action, and just the best way to stay informed with everything that's going on. Not not only uh, across the market, but at Vison specifically, promos, cool stuff we got going on everything like that Uh, but I mentioned this in the newsletter and we'll get to in a second but I think with football ending it's really providing you know on the one hand it's oh man it's over it's terrible we miss football football is king what are we going to do for the next six months with no football although uh funny thing is we are we do have xfl starting on the 8th which is crazy so uh, it's interesting to see how how that'll how that will shake down i do 
intend and expect to uh, do some XFL betting. So uh, if you're if you're thirsty for XFL, uh, this is the place to this is the place to be because we will be talking about it. Uh, but with football over again, on the one hand, it's sad for betters because football is the most popular sport. But I think it creates a ton of value for these other sports that uh, that we've been grinding since day one, specifically college basketball and NBA. We're definitely going to talk hockey, but hockey not so much. Even with football ending, you're not seeing a huge crossover to hockey. Uh, it's a great sport that we're going to hit on today, especially with some really good rest versus tired matchups here. Um, but on the one hand, uh, football's over. Now we can really devote our time and energy, you know, specifically to basketball but the big key the big uh key here guys is that um you know betting is spreading across america you don't need me to tell you that it's legal in 14 states we're having you know more coming line are coming online every month you know uh throughout the year you're seeing you know five six states at a time so obviously sports betting is spreading but with football over now all these casual bettors who are betting football betting the super bowl betting the lsu um clemson game now they're like okay what do we do next Okay, what are they going to do? They're going to go to NBA. They're going to go to college basketball. And as a result, you know, we've been grinding since day one, like I mentioned, but for a lot of recreational bettors, they're just going to be going in for the first time right now. So we've, we've been on the train that left the station months ago, and we're, we're traveling at 100 miles an hour. These guys are going to have to jump on as we're moving uh, and, 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 and catch up, and it's going to be tough for a lot of recreational bettors. So what, what are they going to do? They're going to bet favorites. They're going to bet home teams. They're going to bet overs because they want to see a lot of points scored. They're going to lean on ranked teams, teams with better records, popular teams, all that kind of stuff. So as a result, you know, basically what we're looking at is a perfect storm where the ticket counts in NBA and college are about to skyrocket because you have all, you have this huge flood of recreational betters, casual betters now moving over to basketball uh, overall, college and pro. So ticket ticket counts are going to skyrocket, you know, and you always remember going contrarian, it's, it's a foundation, it's a philosophy. You can't blindly go contrarian. You know, you got to have sharp action. You got to do your homework, but it's the foundation that you want knowing that you want to place yourself on the side of the house. The house always wins. You want to take advantage of inflated numbers and get better numbers and bet against the public who bets based on gut instinct and bias. But the key is doing it in heavily bet games. So that, that's really the most important part here. So uh, long story short, I'm excited to talk hoops every single day from here on out. March Madness is not far off. NBA is heating up. We're obviously going to do hockey. But I think we're operating with an increased edge here, knowing that you have all these casual bettors now moving over to hoops, which is where we've been you know, from the beginning. So uh, I think it's going to create more contrarian value, more value betting to the public, and, uh, and I think it'll, it'll, it'll basically make our contrarian edge that much uh, that much sharper overall. Uh, but as always, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in to the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. Uh, thank you for all your support, kind words uh, over the weekend at the Borgata. It was so much fun. Again, can't can't recommend enough the Moneyline Bar and Book. you got to go there. There's also some awesome restaurants. Uh, we went to with my guy James Santor, my girlfriend and his girlfriend. We had a little little double date at Angeline or Angeline. It's an Italian restaurant. It was amazing. But great food there. Um, if you want to gamble, do some slots, do some roulette, do some poker. I uh, can't recommend it enough, and it's just an awesome spot. And uh, we're definitely going back. Hope, I'm hoping, I'm hoping I go there for uh, March Madness, fingers crossed. Because uh, seriously, if we could sweat first couple weekends there, especially that Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, that opening round spot, oof, it would be amazing. So hoping to get there again. Uh, but thank you to TG, Thomas Cable, and everyone at the Borgata for showing us an amazing time. Uh, and Vison for putting on just an awesome show.
Uh, but like we mentioned, guys, uh, we're going to get to it right now. So I uh, just want to remind everyone, if you have not gone to vcin.com, you got to go there. We have a brand new, um, or it's been out there a couple months now, but um, we have a great new layout, new homepage. We're adding new features all the time. And uh, you can go to the live odds page, read all of our content. We'd love to have you sign up for a membership. If you go to vcin.com slash subscribe, support the team, get great intel and great, um, great stats and data and everything you need to be the sharpest better that you can. Uh, also, in the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. Sign up. It's free. And as always, get on Twitter. And you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. And make sure you follow vcin at vcin live. So let's start off with some NBA, guys. We only have four games tonight. So they're gonna be they're all going to be pretty heavily bet here. Uh, but I want to start off with the one that is the most heavily bet. Biggest game of the night. We have the Bucks and the Pelicans. It's a 7.30 game. Two big things here. Number one, the Bucks. Their record is unbelievable. They're 42 and seven. Public loves betting on them no matter what, just because you know they're just incredible. And remember, public loves these favorites, these teams with good records, teams with star players. Giannis, obviously. Um, Milwaukee's 42 and seven. They're 27 and 22 against the spread. So um, even though they've, you know, they're so good that basically they're still covering, even though they're always a public play with an inflated line that tells you how good they are. Uh, but they're on the road. They're at the Pelicans and. What's the key of the Pelicans? It's Zion, the Zion hype. Um, I think you have a buy low opportunity here on the Pelicans. We just talked about um, going uh, contrarian betting against the public and most heavily bet game of the night, most lopsided game. This is it. You have the Bucks getting almost 9 out of 10 bets. They open minus 6. They're up to 6.5. But the 6.5 is kind of getting juiced more to the plus 6.5 for the Pelicans. So it's not like this went from 6 to 8, 6 to 9. Uh, books adjusted it a little bit a half point, but really not much. And it looks like it may come back the other way. I did see a little bit of sharp action get down on New Orleans at 6.5. So I think uh, if you're betting against the public, this is your top play of the night. Most heavily bet, most lopsided game, a little bit of an inflated line. So Pelicans getting plus 6.5. Uh, you got to remember, Bucks cover and, you know, Bucks win and cover this game. Books are getting cleaned out. So uh, Books set that line with public bias in mind. And also, Pelicans are only getting like 15% of bets. Just on the surface, that's great value, uh, but also uh, undervalued spot to buy low on Zion and company. Uh, if you were wondering, Zion's over-under for points. We talked about it. We hit the nail on the head. It started off at like 12.5, 13.5. It's now up to 20.5. Uh, the over is minus 105. The under is minus 135. So do something under a little bit. And Zion, he is uh, averaging 19.5 a game, 8.2 rebounds, 1.7 assists. And he's now played six games in the NBA. His last... This is his box score for points, starting from his debut until uh, two days ago against Houston. Uh, 22 points, 15 points, 21 points, 14 points, 24 points, and 21 points last time. So um, his minutes are, are ticking up. They've gone from 18, 21, 27, 30, 29, 33. So his minutes are ticking up. Uh, he's getting right around the 20-point mark. So if you want to take a shot on that over-under, it is set at 20 and a half. Can he get you 21? Uh, it's really high total, so if, if you're betting a lot of these player props, you know, one tip I, uh, I learned a long time ago with a bunch of my friends when we, when we were big into daily fantasy in my early 20s is uh, correlate, you know, daily fantasy and picking your players with the totals on the game. So, for instance, the total on this game is 245, really, really high total. So I would lean on players in this game just because they're expecting a lot of points, whereas if you look at a, another game with maybe a total of 205, you know, you're going to lean against a lot of those players in your DFS lineups because um, the expected points are much lower. So always keep that in mind. Uh, in terms of the total, though, it opened 245. You have uh, public betting the over, and it's gone to 245.5, but 
Some books are back down to 245. To me, I'm either laying off or I'm taking a shot on the under in this game. I did some digging here. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. But uh, when the total is 240 or higher, what I call a super high total, it's 10 and 5 this year to the under. And historically, since 2005, it's 25 and 15 to the under. So 67% to the under this year, 62% historically. I'm either going under or nothing here. Um, I think that's uh, historically where, where you do see a lot of value in these high total uh, high totals usually tend to cash to the under, unless, of course, it's the Wizards in Atlanta and they score 300 points. Uh, keep an eye on that under. Also, uh, Pelicans with a ton of value tonight. Then uh, a couple other games that just caught my eye. Uh, obviously, there's only four tonight, but Hornets and Rockets. You did see some sharp action to the under in this one. Total open at 224.5. It's down to 223.5. And actually saw one book down to 223 uh, even. So this is a uh, it's a high spread under that falls. So it's kind of similar to that college system we have. But Rockets are minus 14 at home. They've stayed around 14. They're down to 13.5 at some books. Um, I mean, I do have a system on the Hornets. It's a... Uh, it's a big road dog, 10 or more in conference, and it's about 57% historically. Um, but the thing you worry about Charlotte, which, you know, aside from that um, that spot there, is that they're on the second night of a back-to-back. So I, I tend to I tend to not want to back those type spots unless it's the Celtics, of course, and Brad Stevens is like the, you know, the kryptonite to that system. Um, did fall half point towards Charlotte. You know, tickets are about even. To me, I'd wait that one out. But the under falling. Uh, sharp reverse line move to the under, seeing that line fall even though public's on the over. Uh, and also, you wouldn't believe, you wouldn't think it on the surface, but Houston is an under team, 27 and 21. That just goes to show you how these lines are inflated due to the public um, just seeing you know name brand recognition, Harden, Westbrook, just thinking they got to score a million and go over every time. But uh, it actually creates value on Rockets to to take them under a lot. Uh, keep cruising the Blazers and the Nuggets. Saw some sharp action here to the over in this one. It opened at 222. It's up to 225.5. I have a system here on a divisional under that I do like. It's uh, 54% this year. But that total is rising. Uh, Seems like both the pro and Joe over. When it got to 226, you did have some buyback there on the under. This is a tough one, but overall it it is rising uh, when you just look at um, the overall trend line here. Uh, Portland, they've won four in a row. It's kind of a buy-low opportunity on Portland. They're a bit of a public play tonight. It opened at minus four and a half nuggets. It's kind of stayed four and a half, even though you have about uh, a little less than two-thirds of bets on the Blazers. Um, But definitely saw that total rising, so don't be surprised if that one goes over. And then Spurs, Lakers, uh, did see sharp money here on the under. It opened at 229. It's down to 226 and a half. So this total has really, really fallen. Um, It's kind of a pace under. You also look at these two teams are, are very different. You have um, San Antonio; they're 28 and 10, or sorry, 28 and 20 to the over. Uh, Lakers are, are dead even here. The one thing you got to keep in mind—I wrote about this in the newsletter—is a big rest spot for the Lakers. They haven't played since February 1st. San Antonio uh, was on a back is on a back-to-back. They lost to the to the uh, Clippers, but they did cover the plus nine last night. We had I uh, were talking about that on yesterday's pod. Plus nine and a half down to nine. Um, does look like. You know, public is taking the Spurs, just thinking that line is too high. It opened at 12. It's kind of stayed at 12. Some books are 11.5, so keep an eye on that one. But uh, definitely the under is a pretty good consensus play there overall um, from both uh, from, from Sharps overall. Second night of back-to-back, too. Uh, t- t- tend to lean on unders overall. Uh, now let's transition over to some college hoops. Great college hoops night, guys. Um, we have 21 games, a t- bunch of big matchups. 
I want to start off with the sharpest matchup on the board. It also happens to be the most heavily bet and one of the most lopsided games overall. It's Auburn at Arkansas. So right on the surface, um, you got to look at the rankings and the records and just kind of set the stage for what the public thinks of this game and how the odds makers set the line. So Auburn is ranked 11th in the country. They are 19-2. and two. They're 6-2 and two in conference. Big SEC powerhouse here. Arkansas, pretty good record, 16-5, and five, but they're unranked. So on the one hand, you have a highly ranked Auburn team, 11th overall, against an unranked Arkansas team. Now, why on earth did this line open Arkansas minus one at home? Again, oddsmakers have their models, their formulas. They're putting out uh, the line that is based off their, their hard data, but they're also setting this number with public bias in mind. They knew they would get hammered with Auburn betting from the public because they have a far better record. And everyone is betting Auburn. You have more than two-thirds of bets betting Auburn, saying this is way too good to be true. Give me the point. However, we've seen this line pretty much stay where it's at. You know, some books were one and a half down to one, but a lot of them were just at one and staying at one. And this tells me this is a fade the trendy dog play. I love this value here, unranked versus ranked. This is also a conference matchup, a rivalry matchup. But it's kind of a classic um, contrarian favorite because Publix on Auburn, Arkansas opens minus one and a half, minus one. They've pretty much stayed the exact same. Uh, it tells me liability here is Arkansas. And if it looks too good to be true, it almost always is. So uh, Arkansas, minus one. You can even look at a money line play. They're around minus 115, not a bad spot overall. But a really, really sharp spot to back Arkansas at home in a game that looks gross, which, which sharps makes, lo- makes Sharps love it even more. Um, if it looks too good to be true, it almost always is in that Auburn situation. But we've also seen public split on the on the total, but the total did rise 143 all the way up to 148. So pros have really been crushing that over, causing that total to rise. Uh, I do have Auburn as a really you know, high-scoring team, 79 a game, giving up 68. Arkansas, 74, giving up 64. Uh, but that is a uh, great opportunity here to back Arkansas on a fade the trendy dog spot. And I just saw a couple books that were at one go back to one and a half. Remember, most heavily bet game, lopsided, yet the line stayed the same, sharp line freeze uh, to Arkansas on that one. Let's keep on cruising. Um, Ohio State and Michigan. This is your second most heavily bet game of the day. Sharp spot to back Ohio State here. You know, if you look at this matchup, uh, it opened at Michigan minus three, and you have heavy, heavy betting, almost eight out of ten bets, laying the points with Michigan. Uh, yet this line has stayed at three, or it's even fallen to two and a half. So Ohio State has great value as a conference road dog with a reverse line move. And you also uh, want to remember betting against the public is always best in these big, big conference games. So this is a kind of a kind of a classic, you know, Big Ten matchup. Dog getting points on the road, keeping it close. Uh, a lot of value on Ohio State plus three, and then also the under in this one opened 136 and a half. It's down to 133. So you've seen a lot of smart money hit that under. Um, you have some under coaching trends on this one, and also that system we love the two good field goal shooting teams, 45% or higher from the floor. Um, overvalue that shooting, that good shooting in the under in those matchups, 54% historically, and it's 98 and 70 to the under this year, 58%. So keep an eye on the under in Ohio State. Uh, Penn State, Michigan, this one is um, Michigan State. This one's interesting to me because uh, the line looks high, yet it's it's rising further to Michigan State. So a little more than half the bets are on Penn State. Line open at Michigan State, minus 8, and uh, – you have public on Penn State, yet the line went to Michigan minus eight and a half, and a lot of the juice is trending toward um, toward Michigan State, looks looking like it may go to nine. 
So if on the surface it's like, you know, teams have similar records here, Penn State 16 and 5, Michigan State 16 and 6. Uh, but also, what have you done for me lately? You know, Penn State has won four in a row. Michigan State is coming off a loss to Wisconsin. That was a great hit for us on Wisconsin, 64-63. But I think it's a buy low opportunity to Michigan State. Again, that line looks way too high, yet Sharps are leaning on that line, and it may go to nine. So it tells me um, it's either Michigan State or nothing there. Again, it's tough not to take Penn State as a conference road dog, but it's fishy to me. Public on Penn State, yet line is moving uh, or showing liability toward Michigan State. So definitely uh, definitely keep an eye on that one, how that, how that trends the rest of the way. Another big one, Rutgers and Maryland. Bets are about even here. The line hasn't moved. It's Maryland minus 7.5. Really not much in terms of line movement or sharp action either way. However, did see a little bit here on the um, the Rutgers-Maryland under. So Sharps hit the under at 132. Um, it's down to 131, and you have two-thirds of bets on the over, yet the line fell. So it's kind of a classic sharp reverse line move here to the under. Um, some books were 131, still at 131, but any book that was at 132 got hit, and any book that slightly ticked up to 131.5 got hit. So the under... Maryland and Rutgers seeing some sharp action across the board. Now let's talk about the other games that are catching our eye. Uh, first one is Tennessee and Alabama. Some sharp action here on Tennessee. Uh, two-thirds of bets are on Alabama. Alabama opened minus six at home, and they're down to minus five. So sharp reverse line move to Tennessee, despite uh, that majority of betting there on Alabama. It's also a great, um, great bylaw opportunity where Alabama's lost two in a row. Tennessee's lost three in a row. But this is good ATS, bad ATS value. Tennessee, you know, both teams are 12 and 9, but Tennessee is 9 and 12 against the spread. Alabama's been great to bet on their 15 and 6 against the spread. So public will remember that. They'll remember um, Alabama cashing tickets for them, so they're going to lean on them anyway. Yet that line did fall to 5. I'd wait it out. It may go to 5.5, try to get the 5.5, get the best number there. But Tennessee, road conference dog, reverse line move, some sharp action. Uh, Northern Illinois and Toledo. Seen some sharp action on this game on Toledo. Open minus 5.5. Public's on Northern Illinois, yet the line went to 6.5. I even saw one book go to 7. Also, the under open 134.5. It's down to 132.5. So, kind of a lower bet game, but sharp action nonetheless to Toledo and the under. Keep on cruising. Ball State, uh, another low bet game, but um, it's a uh, big majority of bets on Kent State. Open minus 4. It's now down to, it's either still at 4 or down to 3.5. So you've seen uh, you've seen some sharps kind of steam across the board that uh, that Ball State plus four. Um, any book maybe at four and a half. I think that's kind of an outlier, but um, saw some sharp money on that as well. And then also with the total, uh, pros seemed like the over open one thirty four and a half. It's up to one thirty six. So you've seen that total rise um, and kind of both a pro and Joe over in that one. Western Michigan and Miami Ohio. Some sharp action to Western Michigan. They're on the road. Miami, Ohio, open minus 5.5. They're getting majority of bets. They're down to 5 at a lot of books. But they really like the under. Pros are on the under here. Uh, Open at 144.5. It's down to 141.5. So Miami, Ohio, under. Getting a lot of of, uh, sharp attention there on the under. And it was mostly at 143. That was kind of the last big move on that under. Uh, Keep cruising. Buffalo and Eastern Michigan. I know you guys love sweating Buffalo overs. It seems like they just get up and down the court, score a lot, um, just like big, big pace, fast-paced games. But smart money to the over. Buffalo-Eastern Michigan open at 140. 
It's up to 141. I'm seeing a book at actually 141 and a half. One's at 142. So it's continuing to rise as we speak. Um, and that is a uh, Buffalo team averaging almost 80 a game, giving up 75. Eastern Michigan, 64, giving up around 64 as well. But uh, sharp over there with Buffalo. Keep cruising. A uh, bunch of games down here. If we look at um, Oklahoma and Texas Tech, this one is interesting to me because um, public here is backing Oklahoma. You know, if you just look at, you know, record-wise, matchup-wise, Oklahoma has a better record, 14-7. and seven. Texas Tech is 13-8. and eight. Uh, Texas Tech is coming off a loss, three-point loss to Kansas, even though they did cover at the 8.5. But they've uh, lost three of their last four, coming off a loss, and yet this game opened at Texas Tech minus 7.5. Public's all over Oklahoma saying that line is way too high, yet this line went up to 9. So kind of a fade the trendy dog here. I would not be surprised if you see Texas Tech win by double digits just based on that. Um, contrarian reverse line move in their favor despite the public on Oklahoma. A little bit to the over as well. Open 137. It's up to 138. Uh, Xavier and DePaul. Smart money over. Open at 137. It's up to 138. Xavier and DePaul um, are both averaging about 71, 73 a game, giving up 67, 68. Uh, Also, I've been kind of keeping a close eye here on the spread. It opened at DePaul minus one, and it's at one and a half at some books. I lean DePaul in this one. It's a little bit of a public play, but Ken Palm had this, I think, as a DePaul three-point win. So DePaul at home. Um, you know, if you can get a money line, if you get a book at a pick em, I see Circo's at a pick em, one Vegas book, but you can get a minus 115, you know, anything 120 or less. I think there's definitely a lot of value there. And also, it's, it's a classic buy-low spot. DePaul's lost four games in a row. So you love betting these teams that are um, undervalued and the public just looks at, you know, what have you done for me lately? Oh, you've lost four in a row. That means I'm going to fade you because you're playing bad lately. But in reality, that just creates more value to back these teams because you can buy low and take advantage of uh, these inflated lines. Xavier coming off a big win against Seton Hall. They were uh, eight-and-a-half point dog. Actually, uh, it was funny. Here's a funny story, guys. Thomas Gable walks up to me. This was Saturday. Uh, This was an 11 o'clock game. Made me really mad, but uh, it was Seton Hall and Xavier, and I'm getting ready for the Lombardi line. It's about it's about 8:30 in the morning. We go on live at nine. TG comes up to me, uh, says hello, good morning, and he's like, uh, "Who do you like today? What are you betting on?" And immediately I tell him Xavier. You know, they went from like plus ten to plus eight and a half, or nine to eight, or whatever it was. Um, and I'm getting ready. I'm saying, "Yeah, let me let me run over to the the money line barn book. Let me let me put in my ticket." And then uh, Lombardi line, my opening segment, I'm going to talk about how sharp Xavier is. And TG laughs, and he goes, don't you know you can't bet on Seton Hall games? And I'm like, oh, because they're based in Jersey, and Jersey doesn't allow that. Uh, so, unfortunately, I mean, I did end up betting it in one of my, uh, one of my global offshore books, but um, I so wanted to have that ticket in hand and, and, uh, and turn that winning ticket in. But um, lawmakers got to change that up. I don't bet on high school, keep that illegal, but – uh, come on, open up to open up to college sports. You're, you're, think of all the revenue you're losing, or uh, by not allowing a lot of your uh, your in-state people to bet on those college teams. So uh, I digress, but um, just reminiscing there. Um, but yeah, DePaul three-point uh, KP Ken Palm line here, money line spot, a little bit to the over as well. Another really sharp play: Colorado State and Fresno State. This is a late game. Uh, it's a nine o'clock game, but this looks 
so so sharp. It's like Colorado State sixteen and eight, Fresno State eight and fourteen. So one team's got a good record, one team's got a bad record. Colorado State opened a minus two and a half point favorite, and yet this line is completely flipped to Fresno State minus one and a half. So Fresno, much worse record, but yet the line's moving in their favor. They're only getting one out of four bets. Really sharp play there to Fresno. Uh, Mississippi State, uh, also in that Fresno game, the under, 142.5 down to 138. Mississippi State and uh, Kentucky. Uh, I was looking at this one a little bit to the over, around 139 up to 140. Saw some sharp action on that over at 139 come in. Uh, Missouri and Texas A&M, sharp spot to Missouri. This line opened at Missouri minus one road favorite. Some books are one and a half, even up to two. So we've seen uh, seen some sharp action there to Missouri, even though they've lost, what, four of their last five. Uh, but again, I smell a rat on that one. Also, keep an eye on the under. Seen some sharp action come in on the under. Open at 124. It's down to 123 and a half. Then last game of the night, Air Force and Nevada. Sharp underplay here. Um, this open at 155. It's down to 154. You may be able to get a 154 and a half, but uh, this is meeting a couple systems for us. Our high total that falls, our high under 150 or more. And uh, you got, you know, I got to tell you, Syracuse first half, Air Force first half. Another shh, another secret spot. It's only three and four this year, so a little disappointing start. Even small sample, but Air Force first half unders. They're 68 and 34, 67 percent since 2005 and your first half total on this game is 72 and a half so uh don't be surprised if that one goes under now let's flip it real quick to nhl um i'm jumping on gamble across america with my guy danny burke later we're gonna um talk about some nhl rest versus tired matchups here but a couple couple games that caught my eye in the nhl number one is montreal they're at the devils montreal's plus one goals four goals against devils are minus 48 Montreal is 13-9-3 on the road. Devils are 7-9-9 at home. Seen a lot of sharp action in Montreal. There's no carry price, um, but that has not moved the line. They open around minus 125. They're up to minus 130. Some books are minus 135. They're a road favorite with line move, a non-division road favorite, 58% this year. And uh, also have a system, two bad teams take the favorite, 64%. Uh, And I saw a bunch of steam on Montreal. Um, across the board, moving that line. Uh, keep cruising. Florida. <coughs> Excuse me, guys. Florida and Columbus. One of my favorite plays of the night, Columbus Blue Jackets. Checking off a lot of boxes here. Blue Jackets are uh, plus 8. Florida's plus 18. Goals for goals against. Florida 13-9-3 on the road. Columbus 16-9-2 at home. Not a huge advantage either way, but a line move and a great rest first tired matchup here. So open at CBJ around minus 120. They are now up to uh, minus 130, minus 140 even. So you've seen that line move towards CBJ. Um, and you've also uh, looking at a just a classic uh, rest versus tired spot. So Florida, um, they played last night. Uh, they lost, they won against Toronto 5-3. to Remember, um, buy low, sell high, second night of a back-to-back. You, you love betting against a team that won because it's kind of that kind of that moral victory like oh tough schedule you know you know uh, we're getting screwed here with the schedule we already won the first one so not as hungry to win that second one uh columbus has uh, got two days off so good rest versus tired match uh system there on columbus uh so go cbj dallas and the islanders sharp spot to the islanders they're plus 10 uh 15 7 and 4 at home dallas is plus 7 uh, 14 10 and 2 on the road but this is a good good matchup here for 
Uh, Islanders, again, rest first tired. You got to remember, hockey is the most grueling sport, taxing, physical. You get some time off, it's a huge advantage. Uh, you have Dallas on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, Dallas came off a win there against the Rangers, 5-3. to Islanders have been off since the first, and they are coming off a loss. So it's a great buy low, sell high opportunity. Also have that line move, minus 120 up to almost minus 130. Um, rest first tired, non-division, so 70% this year. So a bunch of matches there. Uh, my Bs, uh, my Bruins, minus 180 up to minus 190. They're at home against Vancouver. Uh, I've seen some, some uh, sharp action here. Uh, both pros and Joes on the Bs moving that line, but Bs haven't played since the first, so they've been off a while here. So um, good, good rest advantage overall. Uh, and then Colorado, uh, rest first tired. This is also a well-rested visiting favorite uh, system. Open at minus 150 Colorado on the road. It's all the way up to minus 175. Colorado's plus 33. Buffalo's minus 11. Uh, so big line move there toward Colorado. Pros continue to hit them. Um, both teams haven't played since the first, so it's not a rest versus tired. It's a um, both teams are rested, but it definitely um, creates a bigger advantage for that that rested favorite in these matchups. Also, Buffalo's last game they won. Colorado's last game they lost. So another buy low, sell high opportunity there to back Colorado. Uh, that's about it, everybody. Uh, another day, another dollar. We're grinding like we always do. Um, I want to thank everyone for their support. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of the VEASAN team. Got uh, Another cool thing about the Borgata and being there this weekend with everybody is um, a lot of great fun, exciting things happening at VEASAN. I think our resources are only going to improve. Our partnerships are, are, um, are you know, we're, we're creating more partners across the board. So I think we're just, we're on the rise and it's great to be a part of. And um, we're really bringing that back to you guys, trying to improve the product uh, as we grow. So it's a testament to you and your support. Uh, I'm really honored to be a part of this team and um, it's super exciting the direction we're going. So uh, remember, if you have any questions, I'm always here for you. You can email me anytime comments, suggestions, questions, um, trying to get a, a global book going and you need a recommendation, um, square books, sharp books, I, uh, I can I can refer you and let you know uh, some good books overall. So you can always email me if you just want to say hi, josh at vison.com. Um, and remember, you got to stay sharp, you got to stay contrarian, you got to bet against the public, you got to place yourself on the side of the house, you got to manage your bankroll properly. Um, you got to never, ever go against the Sharps, but you also got to get my book, uh, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. It's available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. It's got uh, it's going to give you all the tips to get started, uh, to devise your bankroll management plan, how to read line movement, how to identify sharp action, how, how and why to go contrarian, tips for all the different, uh, all the different sports. So uh, if you have any questions, let me know, but... Um, if you want to buy the book, support the team, it would uh, it would make my day. Uh, but I will see you on the flip side, guys. Um, you know my last parting words. Stay sharp, stay contrarian, but also avoid parlays. Have an excellent Tuesday, guys. I'll see you tomorrow uh, for Wednesday. Good luck tonight. I'll catch you at the window. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. 
the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in, so you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.